welcome back, guys. We're back again with another Normal Paranormal podcast. Um, we're picking back up where we left off from January when we were talking about, you know, our favorite um, scary movies and reviewing those. And we're going to split this into different parts as far as video. Like, we're going to try to attempt to make a YouTube channel and talk about things like this on our podcast. So we're going to try to do both. We're still figuring it out. But today, we're going to discuss um, our top scary films. So I was going to start off by talking about The Conjuring Universe. And I'm sure there are many fans out there, just like me, obsessed with The Conjuring Universe. Um, I knew about The Warrens back in the 90s um, on Inside Edition. And they were talking about the Annabelle doll. And they showed the doll, and it was a Raggedy Ann doll. And at the time, I also had a Raggedy <laughs> Ann doll. So, of course, for it, years, I can't even say it was days or weeks or months. It was years. Um, for as long as I had that Raggedy Ann doll, I had it in my closet on the top shelf. And it's one of those closet doors that separate from the middle. So you pull it out. I just thought it was staring at me every night in my closet after hearing that story. Because about it Annabelle. was. Yeah. And what's crazy is, you know, I'm I'm older, so before Annabelle, and I just had a Raggedy Ann because everybody did, but I didn't like it. It's it crazy. had that face, that those soulless eyes, yes. just like, ugh. That's exactly what it was. And I didn't know whether it was going to actually animate and get up. It probably did at night. And come out and attack me at night. But I know around the same time, and I'm not going to get into this whole my childhood thing because we could be on here for hours. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that it would get up in the middle of the night and like come like, you know, do some Scarlet Witch stuff to my brain <laughs> and like make me think of bad things because yeah, I had some horrible dreams around that time. Oh, but my gosh. That's another podcast. So back to the Conjuring Universe. <laughs> I ranked the films. So um, <clears throat> I believe there's only six right now. And going from six to number one, my sixth is Annabelle Creation. It's my least favorite in the Conjuring universe, but that's only because it was, you know, kind of the origin story. And I get it. Everyone was interested. But by that time, I was, I didn't want to see all that, but it was interesting. I did like it. It just wasn't my favorite. And then of course, number five was Annabelle. Mm, It was okay, but I think it could have. It could have been better. Actually, Annabelle Creation was better than Annabelle, but we'll just keep it at five. Um, the Curse of... I don't want to mess this up. La Llorona? La Llorona? La Llorona? Yes. Mama says it much better. <laughs> um, that was actually an awesome film, but I've only I've only watched it like one or two times. So not We actually favorite. live pretty close to where La Llorona really? hangs out. Okay. So well, just let you know that. Just thought I'd throw that out there. That is another podcast, folks. Because <laughs> I will be taking her up on that. Okay, number three is The Nun. Love this film. It will be on repeat during spooky season, which Molly and I were talking about earlier. Really exists for me from about mid-April all the way through the end of October. I agree. Yeah. So that's, I agree. That is spooky season for me. Uh, number two, Annabelle Comes Home. Fantastic. It was almost neck and neck with the original Conjuring film for me because I just loved like the slow moments and the moments where you thought everything was okay, but it just got creepier 
mm. and scarier and you're like you didn't know what was going to happen perfect and then that brings us to number one which is the original conjuring film the very first one can't beat that and janice has made me watch the conjuring the nun that's it right yes the conjuring the nun that's it <sighs> conjuring but she will see more mm. and the nun i kind of liked because i didn't think it was too too scary like i could kind of tell when something was going to happen but I actually like that one. Guys, we need to have her watch Annabelle Comes Home. No, we don't need to make me watch anything else. Okay, well, she has to want to watch it, but (laughs) then... (laughs) (laughs) It's like, she needs to see it. It's just an amazing film. It's really good. So what's so amazing, like, without spoiling it? Um, it throws you right back in. If you like The Conjuring, the first film, everything you loved about the first film, it's kind of present in... Annabelle comes home it kind of brings everything together like if you had questions about any of the other films in the Conjuring universe Annabelle comes home kind of brought it all together to where now everything makes sense because certain things are in that one room of theirs where they right. keep all those demonic objects and you're like oh there's the connection there and those are the yeah and that's there. is that where Annabelle is now yes mm-hmm. under the care of yes of the Warren's daughter that was such a shitty thing to inherit. <laughs> right. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, reading the will. Oh, oh my gosh. Thanks. I get the, the demonic possession room. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. But I think she has the same gift as Lorraine. So um, it's like a curse and a gift. Yeah. So she she does what her mom did, I guess. I don't know if her husband. Yeah, is he as supportive as... Well, I know he's involved. I know he's involved, but I'm not sure they do any investigations like Ed and Lorraine did. Their parents did it all. They just have to keep all that other stuff in check. Yeah, (laughs) it's a lot, too. Like, I don't know what's going to happen afterwards. I'm guessing they just keep on passing it down. Yeah, what's going to become of all that stuff? They keep on passing it down because you can't have it back out there again. No. Because the stuff is You can't have a rummage sale. Oh, God, Here's Annabelle. Yeah. You want this doll? Sure. (laughs) Looks like a cute Raggedy Ann doll. How sweet. Harmless. Speaking of Raggedy Ann, um, so a little story having to do with the doll. So after hearing the story of the Warrens and Annabelle and putting the Raggedy Ann doll in my closet up on the shelf thinking she's far enough away from me. I was a child. Anyways, um, things just escalated from there. And so I started having the weirdest dreams and it was constant. And then we finally moved into a new house, a bigger house. And so um, I didn't want the Raggedy Ann doll out at all. It also had to do with the fact that I was getting older too. So I didn't play with it as much. And so kept it in a trash bag (laughs) and my mom put it in the attic in the new house. And didn't really think much of it, even though I would hear noises in the attic. I thought the house was settling because it was brand new when we moved in. And as the years went by, I'm like, it's settling, it's settling, it's settling. But if I make connection <laughs> between all the noises I heard in the attic and my thoughts on Raggedy Ann, that Raggedy Ann doll, kind of makes sense. You pissed it off. I mean, something happened because um, the one, several times, but the one time that I can actually discuss in the story I tell to my classroom um, every Halloween is a time that I was at home house sitting for my parents when I was in college and I was back in my childhood room and I didn't know exactly where the Raggedy Ann doll was in the attic because it was a 
pretty big addict. But I was watching TV, eating a bowl of cereal, and I was there by myself. All the lights were off in the house except for in the room I was in. And I just heard a noise in the attic. And I'm thinking, Ugh. okay, the house is settling. Maybe it's about the rain outside. It was not about the rain. <laughs> and so you know how you put the TV on mute and listen. You, hear, you don't hear anything. You're like, Psh, my imagination. And so turn TV back you know, on, took it off mute. And there's the noise again. Ugh. And it was the sound of boots <laughs> walking on the attic floor. And it's like steady walking. So it wasn't like a scurrying sound that you would hear from an animal, like a oh raccoon or something that got into the attic. Because I was waiting for that. It was like a regular walk. Like Ugh. someone had clogs on or some kind of um, heavy boot or shoe with a heel. And when I heard that, I like froze. Because what do you do? You don't go and check, first no, of all. you do not. That is not my life. I'm not about that. <laughs> I would have set my parents' house on fire <laughs> if they wouldn't be so pissed. But like I was, I just froze, and the only thing I could think to do was call my parents. I'm not gonna get into my parents right now. <laughs> One thing you need to know about my mom, especially, very little scares her. She's not affected by much, <laughs> including the phone call from her panic daughter. So I called her and mind you, they were on the way to vacation with other family adult members. And so I called and said, um, <laughs> something, something is walking in the attic. <laughs> oh and she's like, what do you mean? Something's walking in the attic. So first of all, she just sounds annoyed right off the bat. <laughs> I'm like, I heard a sound in the attic. And she's like, Jeez, I am sure. It is your active imagination. Are you watching TV? Are you watching, watching something? Are you watching a scary movie? Yeah. Are you watching something scary on television? Okay, and mind you, I was watching Ghost Hunters at the time. <laughs> but I know the difference between a sound from the TV and the sound above my head of someone walking. And so I tried to tell her that. Because like at this time, I'm like, I'm not a child anymore. I'm like an adult. I'm in college. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I heard boots walking in the attic. And she took it in for a bit, less than five seconds. <laughs> and then she said, I'm sure it's your active imagination. <laughs> Click, hang yeah, up. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be okay. We'll call you when we get to grandma's house. <laughs> Click. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is how it ends. They're so gonna me. feel so bad when they're they come home so and I'm dead. Dumb. Ooh, they're gonna regret this day. <laughs> I sat in my room, petrified. I can't imagine the rest oh my gosh. of the night. And I think at one point, I'm not even sure I stayed in there that long. I think I turned the TV off shortly after, and I was just like, you know what? Just better to be downstairs. Yeah. So I went downstairs, and I think I stayed in the living room for a while. And every then light in the house now on. Every <laughs> light in the house on, and then I think I slept in my parents' room downstairs with the door closed and locked. <laughs> I'm like, that's the. I mean, oh. it's, it's the only place that was far enough away from the attic where I couldn't hear anything. So. I've been in the car. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> so speaking of uh, being scared, um, horror movies. We don't know how to pronounce the word horror. We really don't. Horror. Some people in the South say horror. 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 Things. And some it's a horror, horror. Films. horror films. Horror films. Horror. horror. Yeah. So anyway, 
my list is more what has stayed with me because it scarred me so badly. Um, so growing up in the 70s and 80s, and I'm the youngest of three, everybody got sick of waiting for me to be old enough to see these movies that came out. So they would just take me and be like, close your eyes, go to sleep, you're fine. So I got to see all these movies. Um, so I have a, a, a ranking too. So my nine and ten, they're similar, is The Omen and one called The Changeling. And I think they both messed me up pretty equally because they both involve children, mm. which even as a child, I guess it's even more disturbing when you're seeing it that young. You're like, oh, great. Now I can get possessed. Easily. You know, I'm just going to go home and get possessed. <laughs> Easily. And that's what that is. Um, and they both have like animals and um, priests that can't win, which, you know, as a little Catholic kid, you're like, great. Like, what are you now? I know that can happen too. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we're going to get possessed and I'm just screwed. Um, and that kid in the omen, that little actor, Damien, Damien, his lack of emotion Cause that's just super scary. Has anyone checked on that actor? Is he still? Is he, is he still? I don't alive? know. I don't know. I hope so. Hmm. Uh, but like, he, just anything that has that no emotion and just kills with ah, oh, it just affects your psyche so much. And I can't remember the name of it, but my next one, I don't know if it's Stranger in the House or Stranger Calling. Um, it's the one where it's like he's in the house. So I don't know. She's babysitting or whatever. And, um, you know, this is, of course, before cell phones. So wherever you're calling from is where you were. You weren't somewhere else. So she gets the call and he's like, I'm in the house. And that's just, that's just terrifying to me. So then anytime I was alone, which was relatively often because we were latchkey kids. So we would just go home and it was survival of the fittest until our parents got home from work. Um, and just thinking about someone calling from your basement or, or attic or whatever. Oh, my God. It's just, you know, it's horrifying. And so that one got me. Um, Jaws is my next one, which is not your traditional horror movie, but horrifying, uh, to say the least. And they just, these people just study psychology. They just really know how <clears throat> to get you. And the music... I was reading an article about scary music being in D minor because it makes you have a visceral reaction yes, to it. I don't understand it. I have heard that. But like most songs are not in D minor because then nobody would actually listen to them. But not that all the D minor, it just makes your skin crawl. For, I don't know why. Yeah, that's really for whatever weird. reason. Um, and we had a pool growing up and I was probably four years old when I saw this movie. I'm not even exaggerating. Cause again, everybody, we had, we have to go see it. Oh my God. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> You're fine. You'll make that. Yeah. Um, so I was convinced that somehow a great white shark would, I don't know, enter the pipes as a baby and then grow up in my pool. I don't know. Anytime I saw leaves on the bottom, I was like, that's it. You don't need logic as a child. No, you don't. These are my formative years. This is what's wrong with me. <laughs> I still feel that way. Oh, my gosh. Side note of Damien, though. In the oh, Omen, gosh, Damien. He's 51 years old now and actually looks quite handsome. Is he handsome? Okay. He may still be a sociopath, though. Like, look at that rugged look. Oh, he is, he is good looking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he turned out way better because he's a creepy-ass kid. <laughs> yes. Um, 
So, yeah, Jaws still affects me like 35 years later. Um, The Shining. Amazing. You can't have a list without The Shining. Stephen King is my favorite. And admittedly, normally his movies suck. And I think he would even say that. For some reason, his works just don't translate. Um, but The Shining, and I know he had arguments with Stanley Kubrick, but whatever Kubrick did worked for sure. Um, and I don't know what made it so scary. I guess just watching Jack Nicholson's descent into madness and being stuck in the snow and they can't get out. And who was the actress who played his wife? Oh, gosh. She's just creepy looking. I, She's just creepy looking as she is. Yeah. Shelly yes, Duvall. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, sound engineer. Um, yeah, I mean, and she did the horror, 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 <laughs> horror so well. <laughs> and then again, it's got a creepy little kid. Yes. His little yeah, finger. Why Tony. would you do that? <laughs> and I've read Dr. Sleep. I know I need to see it. Yes, it's actually really good. My 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 bae, Ewan McGregor. Oh my gosh! Is in that, I love him. I love him. And that was actually a good sequel because mm-hmm. again, you know, sometimes that and just he doesn't age by the way. Apart. Ewan McGregor still looks the same. Oh, I love him. It's his pure heart. It's his, <laughs> it is his pure heart. Um, and then, you know, really thinking about this because a lot of these are from when I was young, a kid. It's a testament to these filmmakers that. They still stay with me. Like at night, I still get scared of things I saw in these films, you know, decades ago. Um, That's just amazing to me. Next one together, The Descent and Annihilation. So those are modern ones. Um, The Descent, I'm not sure what made it. I mean, obviously being in a cave is scary. But I guess because whatever those weird cave creatures were moved so fast. And they had so many jump scares, and they would be hiding there. It just was very well done, I thought. Um, And I just didn't expect any of it. And then Annihilation, and this is what I'm going to force Janice to watch Mm. for payback. I need to think of a few. I want to scare this person. I want to scare Janice. I know. It's very hard. I mean, aliens don't really do it for me, but I'll just look at them. What I'm going to (laughs) do is trap her in an actual haunted location by herself. That would do it. With some white noise playing in the background, and she just stuck there. I'll never be the same. And I'm going to video it. Because <laughs> I've never seen her get actually scared. She says she's scared, but she's, she's really not. I do she's, get scared. And she keeps getting braver and braver. You know what? Practice makes perfect. I don't know. I, I don't know. Or at least a little bit more brave. The Magnolia was scary. <laughs> Oh my, uh, yeah, that I will not go back to. Mm-hmm. I will not. So if I put you there alone, that's that'll it. do it. That's a wrap for me. That would do it. And it's not just the hotel. I think it's just the town itself. It's oh. just a creepy little what? quiet I've never seen a town. a town that abandoned. Great food, though. Yet still not abandoned. They did have good food. <laughs> they have good food. That sushi delivery? Oh, my what? God. What? Yeah. Out of nowhere. Was... But the rest of the town? Where's everyone? Desolate. Completely. The sun went down. Boom. Desolate. Gone. The hotel, desolate. Not a noise. But they Except for the were active. Yeah. Very active. At night, once we went to sleep. Ooh. So, anyway, I'm going to find a way to scare Janice. But Annihilation isn't, it's not a horror film. It's science fiction. It's one of those alien ones, but I honestly don't know. But my entire family watched it, 
And when it was over, we were all like, I am so uncomfortable right now. And it, I don't know if it was the music they chose or the imagery. It was like watching a Pink Floyd concert or something. I don't know. Something about it, like, having flashbacks, man. I don't know. It, if anybody else felt that way after Annihilation, I'd love to know that. Because how you feel about Annihilation is probably how I felt after seeing Signs. It was very unsettling. Signs messed with me, it too. It was unsettling. Hard. It was too realistic. And then they would, like, dart. Ac- I still think about that. Oh Anytime I let the dog out back, I'm looking for some little weird alien right. darting across my yard. I'm just like, if you and mean Joaquin harm, Phoenix is like, I hey. can't. Yeah. We can't move forward. <laughs> the realistic ones, that's just mean. That's very mean. It's mean. It's kind of like the zombies in, is it Z Nation or whatever with um, the Horde? Brad Pitt. Is he Brad oh, Pitt? Oh, they're just like, Shh. they're so fast. Any zombie World that moves that fast, World War Z. Um, I'm done. I mean, yeah, what's the point of even trying? Um, I mean, it's just like, yeah, zombie hordes, anything that's unstoppable like that, we just, all have a fear of. Honestly, I just, I'm. I'm not even sure a bunker would do it because eventually they find a way to get in. But at least I don't believe in zombies. No. So, like, I can watch that all day. No. And yeah. still sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much with everything else. So, my next one um, is a kind of a type of movie. The Fly and what is it? Like, The Incredible Shrinking Man. Oh, okay. Anyone like that. And it's kind of even before my time. Um, Jeff Goldblum was in The Fly, right? Yeah, that was the new one. I've seen both. Either way, what gets me about those is how sad they are. They just made like a typical human error. <laughs> and I make human errors all freaking day. And I don't want to turn into a fly because of it. No. I don't want to shrink because of it. I'm going to be the elephant man. That one messed with me hard. I have not watched that. Don't. To this day because I'm just. They're heartbreaking too. Yeah. And then you're like, well, shit, I'm going to turn into a fly. I'm going to get encephalitis. I'm going to turn invisible and my family won't see me. So those, I mean, those psychological ones to me, don't sleep on those. Cause no. it's like, I feel like they need to kind of go back to that genre. Like they for do. kids now to not kids, but teens. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know to kind of appreciate that. I think that's what makes just to interject. Like, yeah, go. Um, the original, like the first Conjuring film so good because it was psychological for the most You're part. You're biased. There were, I am. <laughs> Disclaimer, I am biased for anything having to do with the Conjuring universe. But I I mean, I just love that film. And that's good. I mean, it really is a perfect scary movie. There's, I mean, textbook. Textbook. Yet original. Yes. And the anytime it says true story, I'm undone. I'm undone. I'm like, I can't watch this. I'm just like. It's true. It's going to happen to me. Oh, my gosh. The true story stuff. Amityville. That was my next one on my list. Amityville horror. Mm. Horror. 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 <laughs> but that one again far too young and i know it's a book too um i probably should have read the book but i didn't even know that when i was forced to watch it or go sit by myself um but i don't know like weird incest and flies back to flies again again the priest fails he yeah. runs away i'm like what's your what's your part in this story I mean, yeah you need to come save the day <laughs> fool i mean Give me some hope. And then like those windows on that freaking house. They still make eyeballs. homes like that. They still make homes like that. They Brand shouldn't. new homes. Brand new homes. And then people have seen the new Amityville. Nobody wants a house with those kind of windows. Oh, they geez. just look like red eyes. And they're facing the street, so I don't understand. I, mean, I don't want to live in a barn house. God why? <laughs> <laughs> and then the exorcist. 
the original one classic <sighs> classic i mean you've got again a child she's possessed and vomit oh yeah people have actual phobias of vomit and i think i'm one of those i would rather do anything <laughs> than vomit I would rather have a pap smear while they're pulling my teeth, you know, while they're... We're combining your appointments today, Clipping my nails too short, all the things, and a mammogram, instead of throw up. Hold still. It's, it's a freaking phobia. Like, that's some fear. Like, if I feel that's... I don't know. It's a phobia. No, it's, it's kind of gross. I can be okay because, I mean, I did experience a student throwing up right in front of me. No. A couple years ago at my desk area. No. And just watched it happen because I couldn't stop it mm. and sent her to the nurse. And, uh, yeah. And I had to find a way to clean that up. Ugh, I'm, I'm about to throw up. And I felt nothing. I felt nothing. Ugh. Except for, you know, I felt bad for her because she was not feeling well. But other than that, I felt... Like, I love my kids, but when they were throwing up, I would have to be kind of like, open, you're okay, close the door. Open the door. You're going to be fine. Close the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm right here on the other side of the door, and I love you, but. <laughs> like, I cannot be in Here's there your trash can. with you at this time. And my last one that just, I'm still devastated is poltergeist. Oh, God. For many reasons. That hurt me for so many. Yes. Okay. That, I don't know, that messed me up for different reasons because of the, the little girl that played. Yes. And she, her real life health issues. Yes. And then she died death. very young. Yeah. And didn't something happen with the people in the new Amityville? I think we talked about this, the 315. Yes. So the whole cast and crew, I mean, everyone, usually it's just a few of the actors when you hear things like this, but this was like all the actors, this, the crew, everyone. And, um, well, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people. And they started talking about how they weren't getting enough sleep. And then I guess it came out that, you know, they were waking up at certain times in the middle of the night. And it was the same time for everyone. Mm. Weird. Yeah. And I think something happened with Linda Blair and them on The Exorcist. I could be wrong. I don't doubt it. Um, but yeah, Poltergeist. Again, a child. Yes. A creepy little child. Rest her soul. Yeah. Um, the freaking thunderstorms, because you talk about phobias. My thunderstorm phobia was off the chain. Oh, my God. Like, I broke our glass door because my brother locked me out because he thought it was funny to lock me out in a thunderstorm. Oh, my God. I wanted to get in so bad. He was mean. <laughs> and, again, we're latchkey kids. It's literally Lord of the Flies at my house every day <laughs> until 6.30 p.m. And um, so I was just banging the door so hard, I broke it. Now, he got in trouble. Well, good. Yeah. So the tree attacks the kid. Um, and then, of course, the television with the static. Mm. And that's what it would do. It would play the national anthem, and then you would have static on. So you'd be you know sleeping, and you'd wake up, and it's like... <sighs> and before the poltergeist, you would just turn it off. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna... But after poltergeist, you're like, that's it. That's it? Here they come. <laughs> Is my closet lit up? Is there a portal now? Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the static is... Well, that leads to one of my stories that I'm going to tell in a little bit, but it was horrible. Go for it. Yeah, that was my last one. Oh, my goodness. All my trauma. So I have top 10 films. <coughs> and I started from 10 and went all the way to 1. Now, these will go in different orders at different times, but today... Um, number 10 for me was The Haunting, 1999 film. 
wonderful film. I'm not going to watch it. It's one of those things where you just watch for fun. Like, it'll come on. I'm just like, this will be fun. Because it's a it's an interesting movie. I think Owen Wilson was in it, and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Owen Wilson in a horror movie. I yeah, did not I know. know this. And um, now Liam, Liam Neeson, it. Liam Neeson, Owen Wilson, Catherine Zeta Jones, like all those all right, people. I might watch this one. Oh, it was good. It was entertaining. So that was number ten on my list. Um, number nine, Candyman, the first one, um, scared the crap out of me. I didn't want to go anywhere by myself. I definitely didn't want to stand in front of a mirror and say Candyman. We do need to do urban legends, like we do. We need to cover the veracity of those, yeah. Um, because me saying Candyman over in the mirror again. You did it? No, I didn't want to. Okay, okay. Because with him, not it wasn't like Bloody Mary. Like Bloody Mary shows up slowly, and she may creep in at certain points after you say her name, however many times. But with Candyman, it was almost immediate, and it was bloody. And it was violent. Mm. And so I didn't want to even think about saying that name um, however many times. Yeah, the new version was really good, but I need to see the original one, too. Oh, my gosh. You need to see the original one. I was scared to death. Number eight um, was A Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Freddy Krueger. I did enjoy his stripes (laughs) and his pants and that hat. He's fit. The man was fit and stylish. <laughs> yes, he murdered people and he was a horrible person, but I mean, facts are facts. <laughs> he was very self-motivated. He was very self-motivated. That's Self- attractive in a man. <laughs> <laughs> so your ideal... Uh, the demon of nightmares. He was self-employed. Group night is Krampus yes. <laughs> and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Maybe Mike Myers See, throw him in there. Listen, speed dating. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then number seven, Insidious. Now, I made the mistake nope. of watching this by myself. It was the middle of the day, and I was trying to kill some time before meeting sets, friends. So I know. Night comes. It was the stupidest thing. <laughs> and I sat there, and I watched it. And about maybe 15 minutes into the film starting, I realized I had made a horrific mistake. <laughs> But you paid. You're like, I have to stay. I'm like, I have made a mistake, but I paid. (laughs) And I watched it, and I just knew that it was never going to be a good night for me for at least a week or two. So that one scared you. I definitely don't want to watch that one. That one scared me. And from that point forward, I slept with the nightlight in my room because I thought I saw shadows in the corners of my room. Mm. And it just messed up my mind too much. It was because it was too many quiet moments that led to, like, something horrible happening. And then talked about dreams and things, things that you can't control once you fall asleep. And I, I was done. I was like, okay. I feel like, like comedies and horror movies. I don't think they get the respect that they're due. Yeah. I think it's harder to make people laugh and make people scared than it is to do these dramas that get all the Oscars. This is true. You know, I agree completely. I mean, it's not fair. I mean, they work hard to scare people. They really do. <laughs> Some scripts are like these movies are to me, at least classics and some of the horror films that are coming out today the ones that are like no offense to people who love saw i was not mm, into the saw no, films that's, that's porn that's like violent porn yeah like, there's a name for it but i'm just like i'm not i'm not gore into porn. it yeah i'm not into it at Mm-mm, all i'm just no. like they're gonna die okay big deal i feel nothing at that point like i'm desensitized yes, yeah i feel nothing at that point um six get out molly has not seen this i'm sorry but she needs to see it. I do. And she will. Because Get Out is amazing. But anytime the preview scares me, 
then that's just like, okay, I don't want to see this. And that those previews scared me. It's so great. But this is one of those movies that will, it's unsettling, but it'll also make you laugh and then also make you think. It's like, it does yeah. everything. Jordan Peele. Yes. Just did well, I saw job. the new Candyman. That was him too. Yes. And it did those things too. And it and, was scary. And have you seen the trailer for Nope? I close my eyes when it comes on you need to see it it's so good like my students were talking about it today they're like have you seen the trailer for nope i'm like yeah just what he what he has the, the the faces just like the normal faces turning into those grotesque that just oh it mean, gets me again too real so real oh my god and um number five the blair witch project mm. this <laughs> feels like coming home it's really a great <laughs> film and i watch it every time i see it on tv i have to watch it because I keep on using the word unsettling, but it was because it was the first time anyone had done something like this and you can never repeat something like that. You can't replicate it. So people who have tried to add on to the Blair Witch Project There's film no franchise, I mean, some of them were actually good, but the first, you can't beat the first one. And it was pre-internet. It was like. pre-internet. So nothing was spoiled. It was kind of like... Um, What's that movie with Bruce Willis? That M. Oh, Night, gosh. Um, M. Night Shyamalan. I See Dead People. Yeah. Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, yes. It was kind of like that. There were no spoilers. So I should add went, that to my list. Yes, the six. Oh, my gosh. We forgot. We didn't, well, yeah, the There's Sixth so Sense many. is another one. It's going to go unnumbered right now, but add that to my, our yeah. list. Yeah, both yeah. our list. Um, but, yeah, you can't just, you can't beat being truly surprised at an ending and a surprise ending at that. And those poor actors. Oh my God. And the Blair Witch Project. I mean, the camera angles and the tears and the snot coming out of their nose. They did not know. No, they were set up big time. I would have wanted to sue basically for a lot until of I got the money rolling in from my role. Yes. And but I hope they're that, still getting royalties or whatever you call it. I bet they are. They should be. I hope too. I hope they're contracts they tortured those poor people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I, I just thought it was phenomenal. Um, number four, the 2018 it mm, Stephen King's yes, it, which we saw together. Yes. Oh my gosh. I loved it. And we, we were <laughs> laughing a lot. Egg boy, egg boy, egg boy. I loved it. It was great. And I, I that's one of the films that comes on and I watched that over and over again too. Which, which Skarsgård is he? Bill? Yes. How Bill's is he sexy? What, is Pennywise. He, is it Bill? Is it Bill? Yes. 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 Because Alex was the vampire. Yes, he was a vampire. And then the dad is Mamma Mia. That's how I keep them yes. straight. And there's like a bunch of other siblings. They're all amazing. But Star how Star is he sexy <laughs> as Pennywise? I don't understand. But of course, who was the uh, original Pennywise? Oh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. And he was not necessarily sexy as Pennywise, but he was in Rocky Horror Show. Oh my gosh, Frankenfurter. Yes. Which is not scary, but awesome i was obsessed with him that's a whole nother podcast anyways um, oh yeah we should talk <laughs> we need to add that sexy like yes people who are sexy yet are supposed to be really scary coming soon yes um number three on my list I'm making is note. the ring and this Ooh. includes the story time because i'm not sure if i've actually told this story on a previous podcast I don't think from season so. one or whatever i don't think so but if i have and you're new to the, our podcast you get to hear it for the first time so um the ring so that's number three on my list for a reason, because the story that goes with it kind of just solidifies its place on my list. <laughs> um, we went to a movie theater on our college campus because why not have a movie theater on college campus? It was a small I town, too. And so we didn't want to drive all the way to Dallas to see it. I mean, we would have, but it was just easier to have it on campus. Anyways, we all watched it. 
We were all quiet at the same time, screamed at the same time. Everything, once again, pre-internet, before everything was spoiled, like everything was just a true reaction to what we saw. And so when we left the film or we left the movie, (laughs) we were like, the parking lot wasn't concrete. It was like gravel. So you hear the crunch of the gravel as we're all walking back to our cars in silence because we're all just freaked out because mm. we all have tvs yes <laughs> in our dorm room whoever made that movie that's freaking genius oh my gosh it was amazing we all have tvs in our in our dorm room and around that time it was still the white noise after channels would Ooh. you know go dead and there was no on-air time and so we're all walking back and we're all like hey you good you good and we're like yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> so my roommate and i get back to our dorm and it's a co-ed dorm and we're on the seventh or eighth floor i forget which one and we go in everything's fine we eat we watch some tv we turn the tv off and it's not even we i turned the tv off i clicked the off button i did it more than once to make sure like ocd (laughs) about it and it was off it was off off nothing even stood there and, and looked at the TV for a little Just while longer before sure. I closed the door and went to the area where we uh, had our beds because we had a, a dorm suite. So uh, there was a door that separated the like study area where we had couches and TV and stuff and then the beds. Anyways, closed the door to the living room area. Everything is silent. We're good. We pushed our beds together just to be on the safe side <laughs> because it was like, might as well. Might, why not? And then I begged to sleep by the, by the wall. I'm like, can I sleep on the wall? Because my roommate doesn't really scare easily. So she was like, who cares? <laughs> and so I slept by the wall. And then I forgot whether or not I was praying for it as I was going to sleep. I'm like, please don't let me get up and have to go to the bathroom. I know, <laughs> right? But sure enough, around 3 a.m., I got up and I had to use the restroom damn witching hour and as i'm sitting up and i'm standing up and you know i kind of like waking up slowly i hear a noise and at first i'm thinking i'm hoping i'm these walls are really thin and it's a neighbor it's like another dorm person like someone in the dorm and it's not the tv in the other room but in my mind i I knew it was the other room and (laughs) i started walking towards the door and I'm like shaking, reaching out for the door. Everything's in slow motion. Everything's Aww. in slow motion. It was cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> so I open the door and sure enough, the TV is on. Oh, no. Complete white noise. That whole static screen, all of it. It's like my teeth chatter. And it was actually turned up. It wasn't like silent. It was, I could hear all of it. And that's when I turned around and I don't even think I was gentle about it. I pretty much screamed at my roommate. I'm like, and she wakes up she's like what i'm like did you wake up at some point before me and turn the tv on by accident i mean i was grasping at straws and she's like no is it on and i'm like yes it is on so she gets up we're both standing in the doorway just staring at the tv because we don't know what to do like are we seeing this is this real and so I think at one point I kind of come to my senses and I like freak out. Turn it off before she can crawl yeah, out Yeah, right. It. And I run to the remote and I click it off. And I'm just like, how the fuck? How uh-huh. does that happen? And I still can't figure it out to this day because we turned the TV off. It was a ghost. Off. Messing with you. It had to be because we turned that TV off. I kid you not. Like it was off, off. 
and I can't I can't make sense of it. I really feel like after that movie, people were throwing their TVs just out windows. Like I just want to (laughs) sleep. Fuck this. Sorry. Fuck f this TV. Uh, That's one of those ones that the previews. I have two kind of commercials and previews I won't watch. Scary movies. So when the Ring preview, you had to change a channel. Yeah. And then ASPCA commercials. Oh yeah, I don't. I can't that's look. the two things you must change if you have the remote. I can't look at those because that's it. But yeah, that was. I can't, I still can't make sense mm. of it, and honestly, to this day, I just don't know what's what happened that night. All I know is that it wasn't just me; it was my roommate. We both saw it, and we were just so confused, and nothing, nothing makes sense. I still don't leave the TV on when I go to bed. Oh God, no. Nope. Number two on my list is Halloween, mm. 1978. Mm-hmm. Classic. Love Iconic. it. Love it. Um, it was just the best film. Fil- I should say films because they're still yeah, making yeah, yeah. really good Halloween films. Which is kind of weird, though. And we do want to know how he keeps staying alive because I need an explanation for that at this point. He has to be supernatural. But they need to explain that a the, little bit more. That would his mom do like a, some I mean, it's kind an exposition. Of like, magic juju whatever stuff on him he's a baby like, does he take on the souls of people he kills that like, would make more sense give than us just... a little bit give us a little bit that would make more sense actually than him yeah. being shot multiple times burned but he's like a one-man zombie horde he is he just walks he just walks he doesn't stop you can run as fast as you want but at some point he will catch up to you and no emotion <laughs> again that terrifying when you can't get them to empathize with you and Ooh. he and he doesn't. The one thing that gets me about him is he doesn't do the torture thing. He just kills you immediately. Yeah. There's really no point in dragging this out. Well, and the, <laughs> did you watch the most recent one? No. You need to watch it. Okay. Okay. It's. Oh, they really make you empathize with the like the people he kills. Oh God, it's worse. Oh yeah, and it was. Oh. And he does toy with them a little bit more, but okay. again, with no emotion. Yeah. It's not drawn out, basically, though. It's not like a, no, no, no. He uh, still goes right into it, but gosh, oh my, God. it was a good one actually. Even though it does not explain how he keeps staying alive. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, we love those films. Um, And number one on the list, and I think everyone could have guessed this one, but The Shining. Yes. Love it. Jack Nicholson, amazing, phenomenal. Um, Yeah, I just, I think I watched, it was like one, like just random day, and I think I text Molly. I was like, I just finished watching The Shining Doctor Sleep, <laughs> like everything, like back to back, like three horror films, like back to back, like one, two, like I couldn't stop. I think and it was like a snow day or something. It had to be. And it was just, I just like, this is a great film. And that is on our bucket list to go to the Overlook. We will. And stay there. Not in that room 237 or whatever. Absolutely no. Absolutely not. No. 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 Far away no. from that room. I don't want to see any of those things, but the hotel itself. Yes. Would like, be good. I don't want to be. In the summer. In the, yeah, in the summer. And you know what? We'll stay the night. Yes, because there's other people there. Yes, there will be other people there, and they might be doing the same thing. I don't know if anyone goes to that hotel and doesn't get curious about going. I mean, surely. Come on. We can't be the only ones. Come on. And guys, if you're one of the people that we actually run into at the hotel when we that'd do end up staying awesome. there, that would be so awesome. So like, hit yes. us up. <laughs> and locally, we still need to get to the La Quinta because that place is crazy in Dallas. So that's our next venture, and Miss Molly's in Fort Worth. Yes. So now that we do overnights, those are our next two that we want to do. And to give you an idea about what we're walking into with the La Quinta in Dallas, um, if you have seen 
1408 mm. with John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. I should have put that on here, too. Yes, that so good. Um, if you Very have, well made. If you have seen that film, that is what the La Quinta basically is because we read a lot of the history for that hotel because it's changed names and owners multiple times since the... And it's been around for a long early 19th time. century. Not early 19th century, but late 19th century. Yeah. Um, but it's changed hands so many times, and it changed names. And the stories that we did, you know, read, we were able to find on the internet, were very similar to mm-hmm. 1408. And it was like, was he inspired by this hotel? Or... And Stephen King wrote 1408 as yeah. well, right? His short stories usually do better into films. I don't know why. It was, it was great. And Stephen King, by the way, since we mentioned you so many times, if I love you, you Stephen King. happen to hear this podcast or someone sends you this, please, we invite you to come on our podcast. I follow you on Twitter. I'm a constant reader. I've read Molly's all your Molly's a stuff. huge fan. I am. And I love your films. Or I love the films that are made from your, yeah. your books. I love your books. <laughs> <laughs> and your films. Some of your films. But, like, you're, you're awesome. So. Yes. Please. You deserve it. all the Oscars. You've been robbed. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That could be a whole other podcast, The Nobel too. Prize. Snubbed. Completely. <laughs> but it's awesome. Those are my top ten films. And, yeah. yeah. I think we left some off, but. I know. We keep thinking of other ones. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a pretty uh, pretty good list. We are going to get. We are gonna figure out a schedule to finally start a YouTube channel, like I said earlier. Yes. If anybody has advice, feel free to send it to us. And again, we've got social media. It's all normal, paranormal. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. We've got Facebook, if you still Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so feel free. And even on Anchor, if you're listening there, you can you know message us. We've got the email, normalparanormal817. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. It would not bother us one bit. We love hearing from listeners, guys. And Any, y'all, some, yeah. y'all give us some amazing ideas sometimes, yeah. too. Any movies you like any stories you have we would love to talk to you share them with everybody and what do you want to hear us talk about like give us ideas like we'll talk about things that you're interested in skinwalkers simulations aliens (laughs) we're living in the matrix yes all of it i'm more scared of aliens than anything though so i don't know if i want to do that but as always you can stay here or you can go go to the the light light, but you can't come with us bye guys